Church. Welcome back to the Midweek Podcast. It's a joy to be here with you. Uh, I'm looking at Brent Bullard. Brent, <laughs> how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> uh, we're joined today by uh, Russell and Susan Harrison. So guys, thank you so much for being here with us today. You're welcome. Well, thank you for having us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we appreciate you all uh, taking time to to share with our church family. Um, were you about to say something? You know, I was just going to comment for everybody since they can't see us. Uh, you know, when couples are together and, and yoked so well, they they begin to naturally dress and reflect <laughs> each other. You all look like you're headed out for a night in the town. You all look so good right now. Actually, I think we look like we're headed to the deer lease. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. even better. There's no better. You know that? <laughs> there's few better dates than you can take them to a deer lease. I'm telling as far you. as I know. Got to be quiet. Uh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Well, we uh, one of the uh, the goals of the Midweek Podcast is to provide, uh, you, you can kind of view this as an extension called the Midweek Podcast, but it's almost an extension of our congregation, a chance for uh, our congregation of all different ages to be able to hear the stories of how God's worked in our membership's life. Um, and so I uh, would love to be able to ask you both, how did you come to Christ? And then kind of secondly with that, how did you end up coming to Grace Bible Church? When did that happen? So we'll start uh, ladies first. Okay. Well, um, I was raised uh, in the church. Um, My parents attended a United Methodist Church, so I was raised uh, that way. Um, I came to know the Lord, though, personally when I was 25 years old, Mm -hmm. uh, married, um, expecting my second child at that time. (laughs) It was when we moved here to Nacogdoches that... um, I started t- attending Fredonia Hill Baptist Church mm-hmm. and realized that I needed a more personal relationship uh, with the Lord. So I joined several women's Bible studies, had wonderful women leaders uh, in that church that walked alongside me, uh, had made dear friends that mm. continued to um sharpen <laughs> the my words you know the skills things yeah. like that and in bible study and so that's that's how i came to know the lord more very um, good that was my story for that uh, how i came to grace bible well i met russell <laughs> and we got married <laughs> we are a blended family yeah. and uh, we've been married now 11 and a almost a half 11 and a half years, Mm -hmm. and he attended Grace Bible at the time, and I was at Fredonia Hill, and I can remember that um, I would alternate. While we were dating, I would go to Fredonia Hill one Sunday and then come to Grace Bible one Sunday, and then we would get back and forth. (laughs) So. And that, that's hard to make that sustainable. You know, <laughs> really, it is. Yeah. I but mean, I it's knew even, people here too. Right, yeah. And then I, you know, I raised my family at Fredonia Hill. Mm. And so that was uh, a wonderful church family. And this yes. was just an extension of that church family. Yeah, mm. right. And so there really wasn't any um, yeah. problems for me in that. Right, um, yeah. We would look and say, hey, well, there's a totally different set of beliefs. There's a lot of similarities there. A lot of, believe me, I researched Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But and then yeah. to be able, though, to sit under the same word, uh, mm-hmm. fellowship with the same people, mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, uh, to serve in the same place. Right. All those components be devoted to the same, the word with the same groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that shapes, that's really strengthens a, a marriage and mm-hmm. a relationship. So, mm-hmm. uh, 11 and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> it only feels like 11 just... and a half minutes underwater. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. Boy, you really built it up for a second and then you just blew it all away with that last underwater part. We, we might have Stephen edit that part out yeah, for we might later. Need to edit but, that. Yeah. But we, uh, so, so, so tell me, uh, kind of with that, Russell, how did you get connected to Grace? Bible and and come to a knowledge of your sin and need for Christ yeah. and and uh, begin a relationship with Christ. Well, you know, I, I was always as a youngster with that kid that never wanted to go to church on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. You know, would wake up and just be totally resistant. But I've been going to church, you know, since my youth, uh, uh, raising the Episcopal Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, baptized there at an early age. Uh, but you know, it was we were very distracted through my childhood you know my father was ill to the point where you know he needed a lot of care and my mother was his caretaker you know so mm-hmm. didn't get to you know attend a lot and uh it really wasn't in, until uh you know we moved to dexter missouri kind of got back involved had kids mm-hmm. had a couple of kids and uh <laughs> we got back involved with church uh, in the methodist church there and uh Came pretty involved, pretty deeply involved. And uh, from there, we moved to Lincoln, Nebraska, and kind of continued that in a, in a bigger church. But uh, and once we moved here, you know, we attended the, the Methodist church here for a period of time. Uh, but then, uh, you know, during a dark, a dark spot in my life, uh, <coughs> uh, my son played football for the Nacogdoches Dragons. And the youth minister here, Danny Combs, uh, he had an excellent youth program here. And a lot of the football players came to his youth That's program. Mm-hmm. And William, he wouldn't miss it. He just loved coming to Grace <laughs> Bible Church for <laughs> the youth uh, youth programs and, and all the things that they did. And, uh, you know, uh, there came a point where I didn't want to go to the Methodist Church anymore. And he said, Dad, well, you just need to come to Grace Bible Church. You know, and so I said, you know, I think that's a good idea. So I did, and came to Grace Bible Church. Justin Beatles was the pastor, and uh, you know that's when I first started hearing, you know, uh, the truth, mm-hmm. you know, and, and learned uh, uh, who Jesus was, what He had done for me. Uh, when I started to realize, uh, you know, my sin by looking at, uh, you know, the actual Word and having the Word read and teached and preached. And all the all the mentors that we had here, uh, we were in the Dodson small group, hmm. you know, for many many years. Mm-hmm. Milton K. Yeah, we. Both and were. the people that came through that small group was incredible. You know, just uh, you know, you had like Rick Hurst, Gene Cagle, uh, just you know, uh, a very long list of people that um, <laughs> really, you know, had a lot to share. Hmm. You know, uh, very transparent people, you know, they encouraged us, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and so through that and, and through the teaching here at Grace Bible Church, uh, you know, I was baptized by Jeremiah Betron in <laughs> 2013 here outside, outside on a very cool April morning. Yes. They actually tried to warm up some uh, cinder blocks and put them in a horse trough wow. out there Y'all. to baptize folks. And, uh, you know, I wasn't one of the first ones, so it was plenty cold by the time I got in there. So. 
When I got out of the water, I gave up and gave Jeremiah a big hug to make sure he got, uh, got his dose. wet too. But, uh, uh, but that's kind of the story. That's, that's why we're at Grace. And we, we love this church. We love this church family. Uh, uh, you know, we've uh, really appreciated the last couple of years. I could not believe uh, the number of young families and the kids that were at the fall festival mm. Sunday. Very, very encouraging to see that. Mm. feel like we're a very blessed church. Yeah, amen. So, yeah, very much so. When you know, I know you all, you know, we think through uh, Word Worship Service family, and you all are, uh, you know, Steve and I, we've both been here two and a half years or so, but uh, in that time that we've been here, you all are always, you're, sir, you're always somewhere. You're always <laughs> serving somewhere, you're, and you're involved in groups. So you're not, you're not in balance. You're not somebody that's serving in 57 different places, and yet you don't have any, you're not, you know, absent from any kind of equal fellowship and with, right. with a group. You, you seem very balanced, and and you both have a love for, uh, for people. Uh, you know, so this really, I mean, Grace Bible, we see very much so reflects mm-hmm. a very genuine, this is my family. This is mm-hmm. my, this is my family, that component. So, uh, what would you, how, I guess I'd ask kind of first, how do you, how do you do that as a couple? Like how, how do you serve and you're involved in a group and you try to stay faithful to these commitments, uh, and <laughs> really making Grace Bible your family? Do you want to answer that? Well, you know, uh, <laughs> when we got married, you know, one of the things that we talked about, you know, and I know she made the comment, she's always wanted to have a husband that she could serve with. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and serving to me is, is, you know, a form of worship that really mm-hmm. impacts my heart. You know, uh, so I, I think I get more out of it than the people that we serve. You know, I mm-hmm. really enjoy that and doing what we do. And, but, uh, you know, it is it's something that we enjoy doing together. There is a balance. Uh, yeah. And we want to be yeah. intentional with mm. wherever we are and whatever we're doing. And so not to lose that intentionality. Mm. We usually, you know, we we need to keep our focus, you know, where the Lord wants us to be at right. any given time. And there's always different seasons. Right. One season, we may be more active in one group in one mm-hmm. shape or form. And then in another season, we may move on to another group and be right. more intentional in that area. Right. And so that's how we kind of find the balance of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been through quite a few different ministries here at the mm-hmm. church, and they've all been good, mm-hmm. you know, in some way, shape or form. Um, we've enjoyed we did the it. Re-engage and we've re-engage. done, we've done mm-hmm. uh, divorce care. Divorce care, um, family ministry Family stuff, ministries. So. Mm-hmm. Cross point, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a lot of cross point. Yeah. We've worked in the nursery here and there. Um, I'm on the welcome team. Bless Cynthia's heart. <laughs> I'm not always there, but I did sign up today All right. there we go. <laughs> for the 80th anniversary. Um, and then of course, you know, he's but I in think serving things. is a way to just uh, connect with the, the church family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's really hard to get to know somebody sitting next to them on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You really, you can't get to know anybody that way. I mean, people are talking to other folks and ready to get out or whatever. When you serve, I think it's a number one. It's a great way to, you know, help other folks, uh, and, and if the situation is such to, you know, you know, take the focus off of yourself, mm-hmm. and, and to meet your church body, you know, right. your, your 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 church uh, your your church family, and get to know them on a little deeper level, along with small groups and everything. All that kind of plays together. You, know, you meet different people when you serve than in your small group, you know, mm-hmm. 
that's the way I look at it is, man, that's the way I, you know, connect. That's the way I connect with everybody here, you know, and try to, we don't, we're not in a small group with the young families, you know, or college kids, but we're, when we serve, you know, we get to interact with that's right. that group, <laughs> yeah. you know, and try to, you know, touch base with them, at least know who they are. And, yeah. you know, so that's, uh, that's why we do that. You know, it's just our form of worship. Yeah. That's well, tremendous. It calls us to love other people. And that's how you learn to love other people is to be in different groups and, you know, meet different people. That's great. Now, y'all, you mentioned there's a lot of young families, and we're so thankful for that. And we're thankful, a multi-generational body. But you both both work Mm -hmm. full-time. I mean, you could be going, whereas maybe younger families are thinking, I I can imagine, uh, hey, I've got my, my life is around my kids right now. I don't have a lot of time. I don't have much margin. And so church oftentimes can get pushed to kind of the back burner. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, when you get older, uh, it, it seems like also then once kids you don't start to get out of the house, it becomes it's now I've got, yeah, now it's our time to it's travel and to do what we want. And yes, yes. So uh, what, what counsel would you give to both of those groups? Very young families that are running around every which direction with their kids that can fall into the side of, not prioritizing time with their church family, and then on the other side, the uh, the the older generation that can also kind of fall into the different side of that same time stewardship. Component. Well, I'll speak to the older generation. And I'll let <laughs> but I think you know, as, as far as people in the season of life that we're in, you know, we're uh, an empty nest. I think it's our time to serve. You know, I think uh, it's it's our time to step up and serve the church. Uh, you know, we've had young families and we've had families in the church that have been served. But, you know, we have time. You know, we do work. You know, we do have other things we do. But we also have a lot of time to serve. You know, and I think, you know, it's it's our obligation to help the young families, you know, because they're so busy. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're going, like you said, every which way. And they've got a mission field right there in that house, in, mm-hmm. that, in that home with their their children and their mm-hmm their spouse and everything. So they're, they're very busy, you know, and, and of course I know they, a lot of them like to serve and they, they, there's opportunities for that. But I think, you know, folks that are in our season of life, you know, that are, you know, maybe empty nesters and, you know, okay guys, let's step up, let's serve them mm-hmm. now, you know, they'll, they'll pay it back, you know, mm-hmm. whenever they get to be our age as well. Mm-hmm. And I'd say as a younger person, uh, that that's that models well and also spurs us on, spurs the younger people on to dive in, that that's the norm, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I, I've seen in, in, in churches some that there can also be a myth on the other side that says uh, for those that maybe served when they were younger or middle-aged, uh, you know, young middle-aged to think, well, I've paid my time. <laughs> I've, I've paid my dues. Mm-hmm. I'm, somebody else get in here yeah, and do this. I we're done. Uh, yeah. I think it's our time to serve. That's good. Yeah. Until he calls us home, right? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's right. Uh, and uh, then we get to serve him and worship forever. It's going to be yeah, awesome. That's right. Um, what would you say, Susan? How would you address maybe he took a, a shot at the elders and given wisdom there? What would you say to... Well, I was trying to remember. I can remember when my children were young and I had so many great role models to look up to that were serving, that were older mentors uh, mm. to me. Um, for a lot of that time when the children were young or in teenage years, I was a single parent. And so it was very important for me to have them there. Mm. And then also to see 
to see others serve them, but for mm -hmm. me to serve as well. I could not have made it through those years if I had not been there mm -hmm. with that group. Mm -hmm. um, I, I believe that that's the best place you should be. Even when you don't want to, or you feel like that you don't have the time, that's when you need to press in and do it anyway. Mm. And just just keep doing it. Mm. Uh, the blessings will come. The time will come for rest later. Mm. <laughs> and uh, you have to find balance because like I said, there's a different season for everything. Right. So there may be times when you have to say no, right. but then come back around and say yes next time and do something else. And it may be in smaller areas. It may not be a big commitment, but just yeah. in a small area, a meal for someone, mm -hmm. cooking a meal for someone, taking it by, um, things like that, that the younger generation, the younger women can do. And um, I would encourage it uh, on that end as well because that just gives others more of a blessing. Yeah, that's a, that is so wise what you said. And uh, we're experiencing it in that margin. You know, when we moved here, it was, you know, Sarah's got the only ministry that can have a ministry to me, you know, mm -hmm. and, and a lot of uh, her service around our home uh, and our boys. And yet she found, she kind of looking at how can I serve? She served a lot of different places. Uh, and, this, and, and if she was in the room, she'd tell you. Uh, uh, and if not, Sarah, I apologize so deeply for saying this. <laughs> but, but she found, you know, uh, certainly uh, pre-pregnancy and, and pre-COVID, she just loved to be able to serve in the kids' check-in desk. Mm -hmm. and it was something that didn't sure. take a big margin of commitment. She just needed to show up early and make sure That's everything right. was working well. But that became a touch point for everybody that was coming in. But the time requirement wasn't huge, but That's the impact right. no was right. really valuable. Uh, oh, and for, it's such a needed area. Yeah. So that was a great yeah. way to serve. And right. It, and, and that's what you need to kind of look for when you're in that season of yeah. life, just those short little spurts. Right. So, <laughs> so now we don't. Now we have, now we've got some serving without a title in that now it's, you know, uh, whether it's her making a pot pie or making a, Mm -hmm. uh, or taking some of our chicken eggs that we're starting to get sure. and mm -hmm. gifting those to, uh, to, to some of our uh, just various members, you know, prioritizing homebound folks and things like that and writing a note. is ministry without a title that marks our life. And so mm -hmm. whether that's in the home, just as we go about looking for opportunities to serve, in addition to uh, if we're not able to give a larger time commitment to a specific ministry. Because that time will come. It yeah. will come later. Right. Yeah. In particular, I mean, for us over the past several years of raising children and being in part of the church and being away from, from family, family. Yeah. Um, we've had people that are our parents' ages um, actually love on us when they, when they, when their kids have maybe moved away. Sure. They kind of adopt us and mm -hmm. give us the energy and support to be able to serve as well and be able to have a little bit of that rejuvenation so that it kind of, you know, you kind of have the support from the different generations right. being able to support the church as a whole and... It's been really beautiful and helpful for us uh, as a family to to see that. So, um, it really amazes me. I mean, uh, you know, people at Grace Bible Church always step up. Mm -hmm. You know, if we have an event, you know, people come out of the woodwork to serve. Yeah, you know, true. And it always impresses me. You know, mm -hmm. Never a shortage of people to to serve in this church. So. Yeah, that's good. We're well, thankful. Yeah, we are too. Very and, thankful. Uh, very much. Very, very believer thankful. That's <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> very thankful and very uh, blessed. Well, this Sunday we'll be uh, we'll be picking up in First Peter chapter one, thirteen through twenty one, and we'll talk about living today in preparation for suffering that can come tomorrow. You know, the little whiles of tomorrow, preparing today for the little whiles of tomorrow, and uh, and so uh, we're looking forward to walking through that text. And we don't want to forget that November first, this Sunday, is daylight savings time. 
Uh-oh. So, uh, this which, is the good one, though. Which, yeah, yeah. This is that's a great point. This is the good one. This yeah, is the good you're at work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, worst case scenario, if you're used to coming to the nine o'clock, you'll come to the eight o'clock and be able to be there for our corporate prayer time that all members or anybody is invited to come at eight thirty. We always pray before the yeah. service. And if you're used to coming to the ten forty-five. You'll be here just in time for point number two in my sermon. That'd be perfect. That's it. It's That's a win-win-win. It. That's it. Win-win-win. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, Stephen, are there any other particular points that we want to have in mind? I know the 80th is just around the corner on uh, November 8th yeah. uh, at 10 o'clock. That time will be. Uh, but is there anything we want to? You maybe we want to put on the radar. No, I mean, that's going to be an exciting time to celebrate 80 years of ministry here with Grace Bible Church. And um, this Sunday, as we're you're, you're talking about um, girding up and preparing and knowing the truth to prepare for suffering, uh, we're going to sing some really theologically rich songs that are going to remind us of w- what's our battle plan or what's our what's what do we cling to in order to be able to suffer well, to be able to experience the hardship of this world. Um, and so, uh, so just be prepared to, you know, church as you, as you come, um, be prayerful as you, as you enter the the room, as you're, as you're coming in to worship with, uh, the other believers around you, pray that the Lord would help you to hear and to receive and to worship well, uh, to sit under the word well, uh, so that we could be built up in our faith, um, to pursue the lost world and to be sustained and kept by him. So that's what I'd say. <laughs> Very good. Very well said. Good. Good. <laughs> well, Team Harrison, thank you for uh, carving out time to sit down with us today. And uh, we we'll look forward to seeing you this Sunday. Yeah. Right. Thank you guys thank for having you. us. Yeah. Appreciate you.